0: Attention. This podcast will make you happy, make
1: you sad, believe and make you mad, but they're sure to make you feel included. The things they talk about are completely random. It's Storytime with Matthew Haslam
0: Hammond. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Storytime with Matthew Haslam Hammond, the podcast where you, the member of the general public, will go up and tell your story. Why? Because everybody has a story. Just always remember this podcast is sponsored by the Past to Assist pod. Follow Callum, Jack, Doug and Carl as they discuss basketball. Why? Because they love basketball. And it's there for all your basketballing needs. Uh, today's guest, um, like they always say, uh, behind every great uh, man is a tattoo artist. Uh, so my one's coming on today. So please welcome, as I'm a wrestling fan, here we go as usual. So please welcome Sammy Sammy McKenzie. So Sammy, welcome to the show. How are you today?
1: I am good, thank you, Matt. How are you?
0: Ever better having you on. Finally, you know, I peer pressured (laughs) you into this, and you know, you you were like quite nervous beforehand, but it's finally (laughs) happening, you know. It
1: is is happening.
0: (laughs) So uh, I promised you something. Yes, well, you know, to get you on this, I'll tell the story to everybody about the time where I got high. (laughs) uh, Yeah. And uh, it involves basically me going out with my brother and his missus, and it was Halloween. And what happened was, um, uh, we, we drank a lot of beer, and uh, we ended up going back to his and ordering a buttload of fried chicken, because that's the, the way we usually roll. And he kind of remembered he had a lot of edibles that he wanted to give me for uh, Halloween, just just as a trick-or-treat gift. So I took one, right. I fell asleep, <laughs> like you usually would do. And next thing yeah. you know, you woke up, and I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I honestly felt like Jim's dad from American Pie, where like, he, he uh, gets high and Stifler's mum, and he's just there like, oh, can't let the first get me. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot like that. All I could remember is seeing three circles in my vision, so I had like a third eye above. <laughs> like, it was in a triangle. Wow. And uh, I could see like the room in all three triangles, and uh, all three circles, sorry. And I was just there like, nope. I need to get to the toilet, I need a dump, I need a dump right now, you know how oh it is. God. So uh, I stood up and like, I can't feel my legs, so basically I just kind of crawled up to the toilet and uh, ended up crawling onto the shitter and fell, fell asleep on there, <laughs> fell asleep, sorry, and uh, what happened from there is basically probably about half hour late right before, before I was dead, so he's coming and he's checking on me. And all, all he's found is basically me asleep on the toilet. And i, oh oh I like, <laughs> all right,
1: pleased with yourself yeah. and poo around your bum.
0: <laughs> I was worried that, you know, at the time because I honestly thought I was going to shit myself. But, you know, luckily I didn't. But, um, oh,
1: well done. You right?
0: <laughs> kept it in, you know. They had control there. Uh, <laughs> Watching was... out
1: their muscles. Exactly.
0: I stood up. And then, like, like, basically, my pants are down, like, you know, old-school schoolboy style. And then uh, he, he's just basically standing there, like, just having a normal conversation with me, like, you know, nothing's happening. And, uh, yeah, um, ended up taking me about five, ten minutes to wipe my ass. And then I went downstairs, and uh, I was there, like, you know, uh, you know, basically trying to sleep. And uh, my legs were hanging off the sofa, in which my brother's girlfriend basically picked up my legs, threw them on the sofa, so that way I could sleep better
1: oh bless you what a wonderful story I about
0: know, getting right? high <laughs> it, it, you know it was believe it or not it was the first ever time like, I've always like you know tried it and things like that but you know I well, I never t- touch booger shoe because that shit's bad but you know <laughs> a bit of weed never hurt nobody right
1: exactly
0: yeah <laughs> but, yeah that that is the story <laughs> I like it it's a good story
1: I'm glad you survived yeah
0: if I had like you know grandkids in the future, I'll be like you know oh you know tell that story to them like if you ever gonna try drugs, <laughs>
1: <laughs> make sure your brother's about to help you off the pan. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: always. <laughs> <Jeez, boys. laughs> anyway, basically this is uh well I don't know if I'm allowed to say it because it might be copyright, but this is your life. So <laughs> <laughs> have you always grown up in Brentwood?
1: Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, we moved to Brentwood uh, when I was a little kid. Um, I went to Kelvin Hatch Primary School, um, and then secondary school was Deadly Headley. yeah. Um, <laughs> <oy, oy. laughs> good old Deadly Headley, um, and uh, and yeah, Brentwood was where I uh, had like my first. Uh, job and everything i used to work in my first ever job was working in a uh, garden center actually um on the straight mile uh, so i did that for a little while and and at the time it was kind of like oh wow yeah 30 pound a week that seemed like millions of pounds at the time um, so yeah i did that um and various other jobs um until i kind of found a job that i wanted to stick at which was tattooing basically
0: well, that's fair enough were your parents ever like to you um, when you turned 16? My mum and dad, well, mainly my mum, because she was money crazy, bless her. Um, she she was basically went to me and my brother, you got to get a job, otherwise I'm kicking you out of the house. If you haven't got a job in a year, then you're out. And then we're like, yes, <laughs> mum! And then uh, we ended up both um, working for the co-op. Or <laughs> well, Summerfield time, Oh,
1: yeah, good old Summerfield. Yeah.
0: Um, I was a big no, think- there.
1: You you wasn't a dick. It was it wasn't your fault. You was doing your job.
0: <laughs> but now now I feel really bad about it because of um. Obviously you know I know you and we're quite a friend. You know we're we're pretty friend. You know I want to say our friendship. We got we got a strong bromance. You know. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, yeah. It's mm. like an unbreakable Disney bond between us. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. I remember when when you worked in Summerfields and um, I think. I, I knew you from school anyway, because um, I was a couple of years above you, or whatever. And um, at the time, I was working in Julian Graves, uh, literally across from Summerfields. And I thought, oh, you know what? Because at the time, I was smoking, I was going to pop into Summerfields, just grab some ciggies, and I could I could uh, have a cheeky Siggy break and everything. And I'd planned it out perfectly. It was like, yep, yeah, that'd be great. So I walk over there, and then uh, and then I see you behind the till. And I was like, oh, I know him, I know him from school, this will be cool, cool, but no problem. And, uh, and I get to the till and uh, ask for a pack of whatever it is that I'm smoking and uh, and you kind of look at me and and you kind of just have this blank expression and go, mum, have you got any ID? And I was like... <laughs> what and, uh, and you kind of just just kind look at me like yeah yeah i kind of need id to sell you these and i was just like dude come on you know me and I, I think it was because there was a manager somewhere nearby that you uh you you had to ask me to be fair um and you was only doing your job bless you. but at the time i was just so gutted i was like i can't believe you id'd me <laughs> and denied me of my cigarette break <laughs> but um, I've, I've let you off now obviously
0: yeah. it's all cool i, I want to <laughs> say that was probably about 10 years ago so for 10 years ago i want to say i'm sorry uh, live on air <laughs> um, apparently i'm notorious for being a bully to uh, Le- big liam sam Hookins, callum apparently i'm the no. biggest bully in the world so uh yeah well apparently Aww. i just do these things where like <laughs> well this is true when i say apparently well we're like to, like, you know, just, well, with Callum especially, I used to be like, uh, just walk up to him when he was having a conversation with someone. So like, tell him about the time you did that kickflip on a skateboard. And they were like, alright, I want to hear this story. And he was like, I haven't got a story. <laughs> and just, He's
1: putting him on the spot.
0: Yeah. And they were like, oh, okay, that, that that's that's great. You know, thanks, thanks a lot. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. <laughs> but, mm. Sam, um, I basically told the world that he hates boobs because it's true, he does hate boobs. Um, Does he? <laughs> he loves them, but you know, he, he hates them, <laughs> Sam. He, he hates them, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny because, like, you know, you say something he hates, and he's just like, wait, I fucking love boobs! <laughs> That's Sam Hookins. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I thought you
1: meant Callum. <laughs>
0: no, Sam Hookins. Um, Liam, uh, I don't really know what I've done to bully him, to be honest with you. Uh, I always throw like you know a bit of a dead mum joke out there, you know, just you know to keep me human, like you know, just 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 to get me by, you know, for myself. He, his mum's well, well, alive and well from what I'm aware, uh, but <coughs> y- y- you know, I, y- the other day it was, you know, it's one way where I'm not being serious, but he's there like, look, I can't laugh at that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, but, yeah. Oh no, I think no one ever thought of you as a bully at all.
1: You're you're lovable.
0: Yeah, I want to say that. I'm like a giant Winnie the Pooh, but you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, if Winnie the Pooh and Ed Sheeran had a kid, it's you. Yeah.
0: And throw Seth Rogen in there as well. You know that.
1: Oh, Of course, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, anyway, so it was at um, high school, well, Headley, Deadly Headley, that's where you decided that you wanted to be a tattoo artist, is that correct?
1: yeah pretty much um it was like a careers day at school and um i can't remember what year it was in um but yeah we basically had these little sheets that you had to fill in with what it was you wanted to study if you left school like to go on to college or university or if you was gonna get a job what, what job it was so they could basically give you ever so helpful advice as to what to do with your life next um so I filled in my sheet with, uh, I wanted to become a tattoo artist and um, little got me at, at that time with all my fake piercings in, because um, I wasn't old enough to get real piercings, um, kind of just, you know, mooched on up to the teacher, uh, handed it in and uh, and he's kind of looked at the paper and looked back at me and he's, he's just kind of gone, yeah, yeah, you need a, a, another, like a real job. And I was like, no, yeah, no, that's what I want to do. I want to be a tattoo artist. And he was like, yeah, no, no, you, you need a backup plan because this isn't a real job. You you need to think of something more serious. And I was like, right, OK, then. Um, so, yeah, it's really nice to actually um, be able to, to look back and laugh and be like, well, actually, I did it. I got the job I wanted to do, so yeah. I think I think I was probably like fifteen or something when I thought I'd like to get into tattooing.
0: Were you were uh, always good at art? Then did you do art as GCSE?
1: It was the only GCSE I got. An A in <laughs> and, um, it was kind of fun because um like the teacher that I had, she kind of explained what it was that we was doing for the day and um and go around to check if everyone was alright and she kind of came up to me and she was like Oh no, you're all right you know what you're doing and um and I kind of tried to make it like my weekly mission to try and shock her with something and it was um like I'd, I'd do uh, projects on like you know, the undead and all this kind of gory stuff. And I was really into, like, uh, Geiger art and, you know, that kind of everything nasty. And and I kind of put my all into making this. I think I I did a really detailed picture once of a scab and uh, actual reference from a scab that I had picked off of my arm or something like that at that time it's sellotaped into my coursework folder like just like yeah this is this is it this is gonna shock her and uh, as she kind of looked at it and she was like that's really good I love how you how you captured you know, the the tones of, of the scab and stuff and I was just like you're not even bothered <laughs> like I really wanted to shock her <laughs> and it didn't work but uh, no I love my art class art and drama was my thing and then maths and
0: everything else i was just a bit crap at. to be honest hmm. Headley was funny because i think just everyone there was just an absolute shit um <laughs> in the <laughs> nicest way possible um oh. like i i'm just looking back at some of the like lessons like i remember like french and we had this uh, teacher called dr ellis blesser who just was oblivious to everything She'd, like, you'd see, like, books being flown, thrown around, like, you know, the classroom and, like, chairs and... I believe somebody even threw a <laughs> chair out the window once and she'd just be sitting at her desk, like... <laughs>
1: mm.
0: We had, like, you know, the GCSE exams in there and I actually got, like, a C somehow. Uh, uh, then again, like, it's just there. I remember engineering as well. Um, engineering, like... <laughs> They gave us the the wrong, like, GCSE project like, for, like, oh. two years straight. Uh, so, oh. basically, we were doing, like, can crushes, but we were meant to be doing something else. Um, but somehow, uh, well, they, they let us do the exam inside the classroom. So, it kind of went from <laughs> the first person's page, just you know, and everyone just kind of copied, <laughs> and it went round like a train. <laughs> Apart from this one guy called William Strong, who somehow passed the project with A's, even his can crusher got an A, so I'm guessing it looked like the project it was meant to be, uh, but obviously it wasn't.
1: <laughs> oh. Well, well done him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I lost, or well, I say I lost. I had a lot of coursework lost, I think, at, at that school. And there was, who was that poor teacher? There was a teacher, wasn't there, that was, like, locked in a cupboard or pushed down the stairs or something <laughs> as well. I can't remember. Um, I think she was a French teacher i'm pretty sure it? No. i can't remember but the school was evil i'm surprised we mm. all came out of it actually all right <laughs> to be honest
0: yeah yeah no it, it, it headley walter jesus christ there's probably a reason it shut down and become a like i think it's called epic <laughs> keys now but
1: oh is it
0: uh, were you there on the day where they had they, they they sent the letters around the school saying oh yeah there's going to be an ofsted inspection
1: no i don't think i
0: was at them oh that was so funny because basically they, they they informed like you know every you know like parent that you know there's going to be an Ofsted inspections for some reason so mm. you know that what, what that means fire alarms every five minutes of the day went <laughs> oh, <laughs> off and it was just God. there like we we're just standing outside for a long time and they put us in special measures um <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was it was a very very interesting uh yeah <laughs> a couple of days when the uh people were there and then next time they kind of got the memo not to tell us that you know there was going to be an inspection uh so mm. that way uh we actually got like you know headley water is actually going back up you know but <laughs> now it's shut down uh, so. <laughs> yeah
1: no I can't, I can't remember there's a lot of there's a lot of memories that uh you know that i kind of half remember from that time but i think I, I was in and out of sleep for a lot of lessons or um not there or daydreaming or something so i I don't know i can't i can't remember a lot apart from hanging out with cat and max and and all that really um but yeah no what memories i do have they were quite fun Yeah. it it was rubbish but it was good at the same time
0: well like it was a a place that you know whatever happened there was no kid that didn't have like you know no friends everybody had Mm. everyone so you know like yeah yeah that was that was a good thing
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, at least we had each
0: other. <laughs> Put exactly. each other through it. When did you become a tattoo a, a tattoo apprentice, sorry?
1: Um oh god. I can't remember the exact
0: Don't worry about the exact uh, date, just tell us about how
1: <laughs> how, how the <laughs> well, tattoo
0: apprentice job come along.
1: Um well basically, um I mean I was getting tattoos um when I was eighteen and um What was your first tattoo, uh,
0: sorry, just to interrupt you.
1: Uh, it's it's this little, it's like a little cute fat bat thing on my left wrist. we
0: um, both had bats on our wrists as our uh, first tattoos.
1: I know, right? Oh my god! And but like, I got it done, and um, and I came home all like pleased with myself, and uh, and my mum's gone. What's that? Is it a jiggly puff? Why didn't you colour it in? <laughs> I was just like, "Mum, it's a bat." Um, but yeah, no, I have got a little, a little cute bat on my wrist and uh, and then it kind of snowballed from there and and every tattoo i'd get Mum dad will be like first your last one yeah and it's like uh yeah yeah maybe and then, <laughs> and then there'll be another one and another one so basically my wages went on on tattoos um until i started working in a tattoo studio and then i just kind of got colored in for free which is a perk of the job really um but yeah no it's um i Decided that um, I was going to pursue, you know, my dream of becoming a tattoo artist, and uh, I went into Urban Inc with my portfolio. Um, after my wonderful friend Jess Knox uh, basically said, "Yeah, get a portfolio together, come in, have an interview, and um, and you know, hopefully you'll get the position." Uh, and I did, and that was great. And um, yeah, I did a two and a half year apprenticeship. And um, yeah, I think now next February would be uh, would mark six years of me being an official artist, mm. um, and I'm working back at Metal Nettle in Chelmsford now. So as you know, as you've as you've come in and been stabbed by me many a time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet the uh, the whole apprentice thing was probably quite emotional, wasn't it? Because like, you probably like because you know at the end of the day, becoming an apprentice, you don't get paid for it
1: no not in tattooing i mean it's very rare um there are some tattoo studios that do pay you an apprentice wage um but i think unfortunately um i think with with other apprentice apprenticeships like in hairdressing and stuff you Mm -hmm. do get um like the government can help you out um or they they pay like the salon to pay the apprentices um but i think with tattooing it's still not seen as Uh, you know it's a a bit of a taboo job and unfortunately you don't get a lot of help um, when you're an apprentice uh, financially I mean I didn't when I did mine it was uh, completely unpaid um, apart from like you know if friends wanted to tip me or um, I mean I did have uh, you know like uh, the artists I work under and um, Nettie from Metal Nettle, you know, they they kind of like buy my lunch or they you know give me some money because I work particularly hard that week. Uh, but no, it's really tough. It's tough financially, emotionally. <laughs> it, it drains you. If if you're not rocking in a corner crying at one point, I don't think you've done a real tattoo apprenticeship. Um, and it definitely toughens you up. So. Yeah, I think it's like, in some days I I really hated it, but um, other days it was uh, great. Like, um, I remember my my boss at the time, um, Urban Inc., him kind of saying to me, you've just got to, you know, be a tough cookie and get on with it. If you want this enough, uh, you'll do it. So I kept my head down and uh, worked through it, and and it's all paid off because now I get to do the job I really want to do. And... um, yeah no and I haven't given up yet so <laughs> it's all good it was worth it in the end
0: Yeah, yeah that's awesome yeah, so um, <laughs> one of my favourite things is basically asking you when, uh, when I'm getting tattooed, oh, do you watch, like, uh, you know, what's it, um, uh, LA Ink? Do you watch, like, you know, Ink Master? And you go, like, yeah. no, nah, um, <laughs> when, when I'm out of work, you know, I'm just there, like, you know, I, I want to be me, you know, I want a bit of me time, I don't really want to be sitting there watching someone get tattooed, kind of thing. I'm like... It's a very interesting perspective <laughs> perception you know?
1: yeah oh it's, it's kind of like work away from work really isn't it i hmm. mean it's sometimes it's good it's interesting to watch a couple of bits but i mean to be honest i'd probably rather watch um probably like you know tim burton films and disney films and all that all that stuff so i'm i'm into um i don't know things other than than the tattooing stuff they put on the TV and that, um, which reminds me, I really, I really need to like start thinking about the uh, Christmas movie playlist, seeing as it's coming up to Christmas now, and I, I need to make sure that I have time to slip in watching Muppets Christmas Carol at some point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, um, you, like you, obviously you love like Jim Henson and the Muppets, and the Dark Crystal, Labyrinth.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> how, how did like what, what, was, what was like the first like thing you can remember about like you know then was it was it labyrinth was it, or? Uh
1: yeah labyrinth I think. Yeah, I watched that. Dave um it's massive really wave. He's <laughs> <laughs> bouncing <moose> knuckle yeah. <laughs> Dance dance magic dance. Um yeah, I think I was really little. My cousin uh Amy, um she uh she had it on video or something like that and uh i was kind of watching it i was just sort of like whoa okay this is different um and it's great i I love all of the artistic side of it it's great the the whole you know how they make the puppets the behind the scenes stuff it's it's crazy um how they've taken brian froud's drawings and characters and made it into like this little world it's just it's so clever um and the songs in it are, are brilliant as well um so yeah i think it's it was uh The best one. I mean, I do like Dark Crystal, but the... The sketches just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like, I think the first time I watched him I couldn't sleep. It was just constant nightmares, just evil. I mean, the whole, like, oh, it smells like gelfling. Oh, that's gelfling. It's like, no, stop it. You're like, no. <laughs> like, Get in the bin, you're horrible. Um, but no, I think Jim Henson's great. I love it. it, it all, all this stuff's good, though. The Muppets is great. And I know you're a fan of the Muppets because yeah. you, you can bust out a Kermit impression. Mm-hmm. Like like a boss. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: I've heard it. So uh, I know you love a Kirby. <laughs> right, uh, it, 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 no, it's just quite an easy voice to do. You can just like be talking. and Go, hello there, are Kirby here, How you doing? <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And then you got his little nephew Robin the Frog, ah, oh, who steals the show in uh, Griff- uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. Halfway down the stairs. Right, uh, and I remember when the day my mum died, um, <laughs> we we got in the car after we left the hospital. We put on Bohemian Rhapsody, but everyone was pulling their eyes out. So I thought, this is my time. What I need to do is make everybody laugh. So basically, we put on Queen, and we listened to Bohemian Rhapsody on the way home. So I'm there, like, I've got this Muppets and Queen. Here we go, Mama, Mama, <laughs> Mama, Mama, Mama. mama, mama! You know, and then doing that part and then uh <laughs> yeah, like I don't think Fozzie oh. Bear has a part in it, but you know Oh whacker Wacker He's just a bit of an up, up from <laughs> Kermit the Frog when you're doing the, the, the impressions, you know. Right.
1: When, when, when did you even find out that you could do that? Was you just did you just do that? Like it was just you suddenly broke into Kermit and you were like, Oh hey, that was
0: actually uh, We went quite to good. Florida and we saw Muppet Vision three D. I uh, come out mm. there just basically trying to do an impression. Next thing you know I was there walking I go, hello, what can you here? And me and my brother were just having a, like an impression off and I just kind of beat him. So, yeah. Sorry Nick. Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know, just, <laughs> it, it's funny because like, I, I played uh, Rainbow Connection once live and then I just got up there You know, and afterwards I started even doing like, you know, alright, my next song is Rainbow Connection, the same song I was played but in the style of come with the Frog. Here we go. Why are there so many <laughs> songs? Yeah, it's a Funny song. <laughs> well, it's actually a really sad song. Yeah, like going, wait, what, yeah. what, what's the purpose <laughs> of this song? You know, like, <laughs> and try and blend, went deep. <laughs> like, who who is your favorite Muppet?
1: Um, hmm. so I do like Fuzzy Bear, um, but I really love Bean. The little rabbit. So like like, he's just so cute. Yeah. But I don't know. There's there was one of them that really scared me and I I can't remember what his name was. Um He was quite he is quite creepy though, isn't he? I mean (laughs) he's just like he's just got those eyes, like he could turn you to stone. (laughs) But
0: um Everything stinks. Everything
1: stinks. Yeah, it's weird though, because like I love the Muppets and everything like that, but I've got like this genuine like Fear of of stuff that moves weird. So anything like um, like the girl from the, the Ring and the Grudge and yeah. and all that. So ventriloquist dolls, like the proper wooden ones, and like Christmas nutcrackers—they're just horrible. Yeah. Like I hate the way they move, and when they they it just freaks me out. I can't I can't do with it. And um, but yeah, Muppets is is fine. Oh you know oh, you know what else I really hate is um those bloody puppets with spitting image puppets. Oh, yeah and, and, Oh, they're like the stuff made of nightmares, man! Like, what is that? Who <laughs> came up with that? It's just so horrible. <laughs> so, um, I think with puppets, yeah, it's like I'll, I'll go as far as Muppets um, or um, oh, it, well, what's his name, Peanut from um, Oh, is it? Uh,
0: what's his name? I know you're about. Yeah,
1: Duckham. um Oh God! Oh, Jeff Dunham, isn't That's it? The one, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Fuffa Dunham.
0: Yeah. Walter.
1: That. He's a bit creepy. He's edging yeah. on creepy. But uh, yeah, that's as far as puppets as, as I can go. And then after that, it's like, nah, I can't deal with none of that shit that moves with. As far as cleanse it with fire.
0: <laughs> Do you know who my favourite puppet is? Go on who? This is going to probably shock you. Janice. Janice.
1: Wait, is she the um, musician?
0: She's the yeah. guitarist, yeah. I just love her in uh, what's it called? They, they they did like a series of the Muppets for like adults, so, well, I say for adults mm. is like you know more of a grown up version where they're like working on the the TV Miss Piggy TV show and just her yeah. and, like you know where she says hi to Sam Eagle yeah. and uh, goes like yeah uh, like, sure. <laughs> <It's just laughs> like She's just like a laid back hippie child. She's great, you know. <laughs> just I was just say like I love that girl, uh, you know. <laughs>
1: I am surprised
0: I haven't got a tattooed yet. Oh, you know, who knows one day. <laughs> I don't know really where <laughs> she'll day. go. Like it'll be a really creepy tattoo. I'll be like, make Janice a pin up for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we could do that.
0: <laughs> I think it'll give me nightmares, let alone you, you know, it'll be like, I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why I've done this. You might as well just have it for free. <laughs> you
1: yeah,
0: your I do we've made something here, just have it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about how you become like officially a tattoo artist.
1: Um so uh when I got given the go ahead to uh you know, be allowed to tattoo the public mm-hmm. um I I got my first book in and uh it was uh, to do some writing on this guy's arm and um and I thought, yeah, no problem, I I can do this. I've done it a million times before, it'll be fine. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of tattooing away, and uh, and there's a couple of lines that just can't get in to the skin, and I'm kind of freaking out and breaking into a bit of a cold sweat, but it's like, no, it's fine, I've got this, I've got this. And and it, no matter what I did, I couldn't get the lines in, and I've kind of just sort of looked at Jess, and I'm like, oh, sorry, I've I my machines playing up or something, like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, just um, move his arm, stretch your skin, you know, do this, you'll be fine. And um i did and and then it worked and it was it's it was just literally i was just just wasn't getting enough stretch on the skin and um and I, i did it did the tattoo came out banging the guy tipped me twenty quid, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Over the moon, and uh, and then I basically ran to the bathroom to do the nervous poo that I've been holding in for what seemed like forever, but was only like twenty minutes. <laughs> and uh, phoned the boss, said I did my first tattoo, and he was like, "Cool, oh, you're officially a tattoo artist," and uh, the rest has been history. <laughs> that was my first experience of tattooing a customer
0: well it's a great story <laughs> like you know it's just one way like yeah fair enough <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> i didn't fuck it up it was good <laughs> do you remember what the writing was
1: um oh it was something like um uh, what was it something about dancing with the devil I can't remember it exactly. Hmm. Um, But yeah, it was a quote about dancing with the devil or something or other. And um, yeah, I just remember it being a bit sinister, which was quite funny. But I I do still have the picture on my phone um, of my first ever toe that I did. Uh, Cause I'll do that. I I keep the, I keep photos over the years. I kind of compare and see how I've improved over time and everything. Hmm. So yeah, I had to keep my first one, obviously.
0: I don't blame you. Um... (laughs) Yeah. So let's get on to, like, you know, fun tattoos. You know, obviously you've done loads now, like... Um, yeah. I think, you know, hopefully I'm just, you know, walking for fun thanks to you. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, you're my rainbow. It's brilliant.
0: Yeah. I love it. Uh, again, I get so many compliments going, oh, my God, your sleeve looks really, really badass. And I was like, thank you. I know, right? <laughs>
1: Aw. Um, oh,
0: thanks. That's all right. So which would like you know which ones like come to mind like you know for you like <laughs> when you think of like the fun ones you've done so far
1: oh um <laughs> oh there's so many um, on you i think the best ones that i've done or the most fun ones is uh, definitely gerald from, um, Finding Dory. <laughs> from Finding Dory. Yeah, I nearly <laughs> said Finding My <laughs> anyway, Finding Dory. Um, with his little bucket and Flash, obviously, and Mrs. Nesbit. Uh, they're all classic ones. Um, and then, uh, oh God, I think there's so, there's so many. Like, I've done so many fun Disney ones. <laughs> um, I've done, um, oh, I'm trying to think. I mean, at the moment, I'm doing a, a Death Note leg sleeve. Um, which Hi, is John. really, really fun Hi John <laughs> Bigging up John Whippen. Um Yeah, so I'm doing the Death Note legacy Which is great Because uh, I'm, I'm really into my Death Note um, But yeah, I think Anything that I do um, That I'm really into So like Death Note, Alice in Wonderland Disney, uh, Tim Burton stuff um, You know, all that kind of stuff I, I just really love it I love doing like uh, Colourful, watercolour, sketchy style um kind of tattoos as well um so yeah anything like
0: colour. go-to thing is it you know the whole cut water yeah
1: yeah basically mm. i love i love doing color like i could do black and gray it's not a problem it's just i think with color there's just there's so many blends and mm. it can be so vibrant i'm just i'm more of a color person it's just something i prefer doing um which is great because then whenever i i tattoo you because you've got that lovely pasty ginger skin <laughs> <laughs> It just shows out every colour so brilliantly. Um, but yeah, I, I, oh god, I couldn't. I couldn't say like what my favourite ones are. Um, there's just so many to pick from. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, any any good ones? They kind of. I put them up on my Instagram, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I kind of. I've got my portfolio going on on there, um, so you can always check it out and have a look and uh, see what some of my best ones are. Yeah.
0: Do you remember the day we uh, we started Flash?
1: Um, I, vaguely, and I'm sure you remember it better than I do.
0: <laughs> I can't remember who else I was getting. So I think it was Rocket Raccoon. It was, yeah. So I got Rocket yeah. Raccoon done there, and we were meant to be doing Sully from Monsters Inc. on uh, where uh, <laughs> <The> where Flash <laughs> was. But
1: that was it. We were having a chat
0: in the uh, like you know while whilst Rocket was getting done. I mean, how funny it would be if we did if we did Flash from uh, you know Zootropolis. And you just couldn't stop laughing. I was there, like, you know what, should we do it? You're like, yeah, let's do it. And then next thing you know, it was such a spontaneous thing. You just basically printed out a picture straight away. You're like, yep, cool, let's do this. And then, like, he flared up quite a bit. So you were like, you know what, we'll just, you know, leave it a couple of hours. So go home, yeah. you know, in a, like next in a couple of like you know weeks or months or whatever. Come back, you know, we'll finish them off. So I said like you know we're half done, flash. And, uh... Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's right near the armpit though, wouldn't yeah, it? That, like, there is. Yeah, Yeah, that, oh, that tender area. Oh, mm. you say it so well though. I mean, for basically being in your armpit, <laughs> you yeah. sat like a bit of a boss.
0: Well, you know, as ginger's impervious to pain as well as having per- like, you know, <laughs> pasty skin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no. It was, it was, it was. I remember, like, at one point, like, you know, just. I think it was like, obviously, there, and like, mm, I remember just very really
1: like, fleshy bits.
0: Yeah, and I remember just there, like, you know, constantly. Yep, Partly done already to myself, but you know, yeah, was that's was before I even did the highlights. And like, yeah, go bashing bat- them highlights. You were just
1: like, oh god,
0: no. don't get me started on the bloody whites. It's just how you say oh, it as well, like, every highlight. time you get to the whites here, you're, you're so positive about it, you know? You know, it, <laughs> you just said, oh, I'm just going to do the whites now, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: you know, tattoo it's like, they love a highlight. It's great. And it's great. It makes it pop. And we don't mean to hurt people. It just happens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you ever had anyone pass out whilst tattooing them? yes oh
1: wow <laughs> um although i mean it's only happened like a couple of times and um and i think one occasion i was tattooing like the, the, the dude was like 75 or something mm. and uh and he was pretty hardcore because he was having like a traditional style panther so it was like you know a lot of solid black shading going in there mm. and um and I mean, yeah, he, he, he did, I said to him, you know, if you feel funny, let me know, we'll have a break or, we'll, you know, work, work, you know, however you feel kind of thing. And um, and he did look a bit peaky and he passed out and everything. Um, But we sent him home that day. And he, he came back and he got it finished and I was like thinking oh no I would never see him again but it, no he came back and he finished it so um, he bossed it uh, for this right. like old dude I was I was like yeah nice one and then uh, and the other one was this um, young lad and he uh, he hadn't eaten all day so he kind of felt a bit bit queasy um, and then and then passed out um, so yeah I think to be fair if it wasn't those extremes with, like I think age and basically if you starve yourself all day and then go get the tattoo it's, it's not the best combo there is a chance you will pass out but yeah. other than that i haven't had any other fainters yet yeah. <laughs> so it's all, it's all been good i think i try to be as gentle as i can
0: no that's fair enough <laughs> right so future tattoos you you have uh, a genius like you know um oh, what's it called it's for me i know that i'm just shit with words i'm sorry about this um so you have a you have a great project there we go coming up in the pipeline is that correct
1: i do (laughs) and it's on you
0: that's me Uh, what are you doing sammy
1: Oh, we're doing a Nintendo leg sleeve, which I'm actually really excited about. It's going to be great because uh, I'm really lucky that you've um, you've picked something fun and then you've kind of just gone and just go with it. So um, yeah, you're just going to let me do what I want, which is great. So it's going to be really colourful and most likely watercoloury kind of background or something like that, but it's gonna be vibrant and it's gonna be fun and I'm really looking forward to that one actually. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a fun project to get back into.
0: I feel like I'm gonna have a lot of Goomba's uh Cooper <laughs> Troopers <sighs> Mario no, no farting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, he's so gross Yeah, no, I can't wait It's going to be good It's going to be really fun um, I think the only thing is It's, it's just going to be oh, Just trying to get you in there I think Because mm. with the whole lockdown thing is I've booked people back in For like, you know January and February and stuff So I just Yeah If I could tattoo you tomorrow I would it's just I'll I'll get really excited about these kinds of projects so um, yeah that'll be a
0: good one I'm looking forward to it I feel like I'm having a consultation now over uh, this podcast about it what was I going to say like um, uh, well I'm getting £200 extra for Christmas thank you LV Uh, so that's going straight (laughs) to it so you know what can I say really
1: we'll book you you in we'll book you in
0: yeah have you got any other like that um, like tattoos in the pipeline? Do you know that you know you're looking forward to?
1: Um, I have got. I'm uh, I'm working on a horror sleeve mm-hmm. um, for a guy at the moment. Um, so he, I think he wants to add Freddy Krueger to the arm uh, of, of of horror horror dudes. So I've already done. We've done Pinhead, Pyramid Head um done it uh penny wise um yeah so we've done a few bits like that so we're gonna um add in freddy so that's gonna be great because um it's nice because it's great because i get to mix it up so like with you i can do kind of like you know cutesy kind of disney stuff and all that kind of thing and then obviously like your wrestlers and all that and then on the other end of the scale i'm doing like really (laughs) evil horror stuff and everything. Um, so that's, that's a fun one I'll be doing. Um, obviously doing the death note, leg sleeve. Um, what else am I doing? I'm doing a chess piece as well at the moment. Um, on my apprentice, Ree. Um, big shout out to her. Hey Ree. Um, Hey Ree. Um, yeah, so I need to finish that. We're doing, uh, this, uh, beautiful fox with a gem and uh, flowers and watercolour stuff across her chest. Um, So that's a fun project to do. Um, Hopefully, hopefully going to be doing uh, some Alice in Wonderland stuff soon. Um, I designed a a Cheshire Cat um, piece during the first lockdown and it wasn't even intended to be like a tattoo really. and then uh, I, I had um, my friend, Tash, come in. Um, Tash, who owns uh, the Chicken and Frog bookshop in Brentwood. Um, she came in for a little tattoo, and it was just kind of like, oh, well, we, we could tattoo that. And it was like, oh, I think we should. Um, so she's going to be coming in to have that done at some point as well. So, yeah, I've got some good things. I've got Nintendo, i got Alice in Wonderland, got nice animals to tattoo Yeah, you know, lots of lots of fun things coming up um but yeah i think anything that um that i've got coming up is all is all being posted online at the moment um if anyone did want to check out my instagram it's sammy mckenzie 212 um
0: <laughs> uh, what and, are you doing uh, that happens at the end <laughs> 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 it's all right you get multiple love just... uh, plugins <laughs> you know it's fun <laughs> Just
1: added it in there. Um Add Matthew twenty
0: to get a discount from Sammy as well.
1: (laughs) The discount should pay more money
0: so she can get more money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so um yeah, any projects I've got lined up, um, yeah, they'll be posted up on there so you can have a look at what I'm doing. Um but yeah, no, I I think there's there's a few good things lined up at the moment. Um, it's just waiting to get back into work. So mm. Just sitting at home twiddling my thumbs and I don't know. I think you kind of, it's nice to have customers and, you know, people message you with ideas so you can kind of just go away and draw things you probably didn't think of drawing before. Um, so I do find sometimes it's like it's hard trying to think of things on the spot to draw, Um you know, and coming up with flash sheets and stuff, and making it different and unique every time, uh, can be quite challenging. So it's nice to have people, you know, message you and be like, "Oh, I was just thinking of having this," and it just gives you ideas that you never would have possibly considered before. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to going back to work.
0: <laughs> um, so when when it comes to the, the tattoo trade, what what is like the most common tattoo? You know, you, you get really.
1: Um. I don't know Things go through phases For sure um, For sure like, we, <laughs> For sure um, When I was first tattooing uh, There was A hell of a lot of Infinity symbols um, And And then we kind of went through The uh, Lions with blue eyes stage And then um, I think at the moment It's a lot of black work mandalas And, and black work flowers And stuff are quite popular But um, but yeah, you definitely kind of see things happen in waves, um, and and it's like it's it's all cool, but it's it's kind of trying to make something unique for each person um, when you kind of get shown the same reference <laughs> over and over again. Um, so, like with infinity symbols, it's kind of like you know, I'd, I'd love I love doing them if they're jazzed up a bit. Um, like, I think when I've had consultations and stuff before uh, and people say, oh, I want to get an infinity symbol, I'd be like, cool, okay, well, let's try to bring a bit of you into it because, I don't know, just doing a plain infinity symbol, just, it's just something in me that's just like, but oh, we could do more. <laughs> mm. And simple's fine, but... You know, I try thinking, you know, do you want to add flowers? Do you want to do it in colours? Do you want to do it in negative dot work? Yeah. You know, all those kinds of things. So um I definitely tried to make it a bit more unique and different, I think, for for them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good answer. I, I remember once uh, you were tattooing me and I was getting Bell and Beast done and uh, me and I like, sat looking to sit in there and we asked you then what was like, you know, the obviously the most tattooed thing. And you okay. said about like the infinity symbol, and then no word of a lie, some lady come in. Hi, I'm looking to get a tie done. What would you like? Like infinity logo, you know, infinity sign. <laughs> and then you just looked at and went... and <laughs> we just like burst yeah. out laughing. It was a, uh, it was just there, like uh, she tried talking to me. That lady, she kept going like to me. Oh, yeah, Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Is that for you and your girlfriend? I was like, no. She was going, so you're like the beast, and she's the, you know, the beauty. And they're like, no, I don't have a girlfriend. I just like the film. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. I don't know whether I should be offended or not, but I think I got the memo to where I was just, yeah, just like the movie, you know. And then later on, I got my ass towed, So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about
1: that one. It was a day,
0: wasn't it? Uh, I lost a, or bet. Or a bet. that mm.
1: was it? You lost a bet. Yeah, yeah. Have you, told, have you told this story
0: already on your podcast? or? Uh, yes, it has been mentioned. Uh, well, we were on a show together called Loose Trunks on YouTube, a uh, wrestling show. And uh, what happened was basically, um, I, I said that this wrestler called Mojo Rawley wasn't going to win it because there was a poster with him next to the, uh, the trophy. <laughs> and I said, oh, he's not going to win it. He hasn't done anything in months. Why would he win it, you know, kind of thing? I said, they're going to push someone else. Next thing you know, he won it, and now. But because I bet with the lads that if he won, I'd get this ass tattooed. And then, yeah, next thing you know, uh, I'm walking into your tattoo studio. I say, "Sammy, can I get my ass tattooed?" Why? I've Lost a bet. And then
1: get on the bed. Yeah, there? Can I
0: get Beauty and the Beast done? Yeah, of course. Well, Belle and Beast, to be fair. Uh, but yeah, that was a that was an interesting day out. Yeah.
1: Good times. Yeah. So when you going to do that um, thing where you was going to do bowling, and then whatever the score was, that was the Pokemon you was ah, going to get Pokemon tattooed
0: bowling. as well. One day yeah. that's going to happen. We're going to have to get you like you <laughs> know like hopefully if this podcast takes off, we'll do like a YouTube special. We we'll get like loads of us in the We we'll get you to come to the bowling alley, and then straight away we like you know, he'll just give you like <laughs> you know how much money is going to be or whatever, and you just see the person like you know straight away lie on the bed. And... There you go. <laughs> 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 everyone got Jiggity Puff, why? Because it's the quickest Pokemon to draw. <laughs> but once I got Sandshrew, I was like, yeah, I could do with a Sandshrew. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's pretty cool. He's a cool little dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll tell you what's coming up soon. Christmas.
1: Yes, yeah. it is. I'm, I'm psyched for Christmas.
0: <laughs> how, how much do you love Christmas?
1: A lot. Like <laughs> um, no, I really do. It, um, I think it's great, and um, I mean, my favourite part of Christmas is doing the tree. I think, um, other than obviously buying presents for other people, because when you when you know that right present and mm. they they give you that look, like oh my god, you knew. It's like yeah, of course I did. Um, yeah, I think doing the tree is my favourite bit. Um, whilst yeah, probably playing Muppets Christmas Carol in the background. Um, yeah no it's, it's great I'd, I'd love it which is funny because there's there's a couple of people that i know that are just completely out of grinches and they hate it um but no, i love it I, i'm kind of i'm holding in everything <laughs> at the moment i'm like dying to put the tree up like uh, literally um yeah, I think we've locked down and stuff at the moment. I mean, no-one knows how Christmas is going to pan out. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to see my family. That would be great, because it, it feels like it's been so long since I've seen them. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think, I think we need a, a nice Christmas, and it'll be good for everyone to be able to see their loved ones and stuff. So I'm really looking forward to it this year, because it just feels like it's been so long since I've seen everybody
0: properly. But
1: we'll have to see what happens.
0: Mm. I'll tell, tell you what... Um... <laughs> when it, I, like, um, I remember like you said about you know putting the uh, the tree up. I remember one time me and my brother, my mum uh, basically she, she was a massive diabetic, so basically she she'd just be like passed out half the time. Uh, so basically she was passed out on the sofa, and me and my brother were like let's put up the tree. So we put it all up, and then when she woke up, we convinced her that she put the whole thing up by herself with all the decorations. Yeah, and uh, we we were there like. We just we haven't told her, Well, we never got to tell her that she wasn't her. Who brought up the string. Uh but you know it was it was quite a funny story that one. That one, uh, yeah. Aww. What?
1: Oh, what? <laughs> I was gonna say, what's your what was your best Christmas present? Can you remember? Like, I know this is your show, and you're asking me questions, but I was just thinking, what is your best <laughs> present that you've ever bought? Uh,
0: a funny story. Um, what happened with me once? Basically, my mum and dad they they went, oh yeah, you get a surprise like every year now. So we're like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Um, so one year we're sitting there and do it. Okay, these are your surprises. So they've given it to us and they've given like Nick this massive brow, like this massive box and me this like box probably about that big. Well, it's probably about. I don't really know how to describe the size of the box to the general public at home. It's probably about the size of about three Blu-ray uh, boxes on top of each other. And, uh, <laughs> so what happened was we both opened it up and all he's got is this, just this brown box and all I've got is a packet of Christmas cards. Shh. And we're like, oh, okay. Oh. And then, like, my mum and dad just burst out laughing like anything, like, you know, thinking they just got the ultimate Christmas prank on us because they did. And they went, open up the boxes. <laughs> so we did. He opened up, uh, his big brown box and he got a lot broken remote control from, um... Robot was, and mine mm. was a Game Boy Advance.
1: Oh, nice! <laughs> the
0: reason why she hid it in the box of uh, <laughs> cards is because basically she was used to me trying to like peep in front of the, uh, <laughs> oh, under the under the wrapping poker. paper to like see what what have we given for Christmas? Because yeah, uh, <laughs> so that was always a funny story. That one. <laughs> that was the one of the ones that good. comes to mind. That's I,
1: really clever. Really clever. I know,
0: right? My, uh, my favourite Christmas movie is *Oliver the Other Reindeer, made by Matt Groening, who makes The Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just watched it as a kid, and I'm like, this was great! <laughs> Put it on, like, three times in a row when I was a kid or whatever. And uh, ever since, I've just been sitting there every year, and I watch it, and they're like, never get told this. And like. Uh, I've convinced, I'm trying to convince you to put uh, Olive on a flash sheet one day so I'm like ah! <laughs> £50 Olive gets in you know like one day <laughs> it's going to happen but then again uh, every Christmas you, you uh, put up like you know some Christmas tattoos and one has never been touched and it really upsets me because it's like the cutest thing ever that's Chubby Penguin
1: <laughs> I know I'm dying to do the Chubby Penguin I'm still like I'm still waiting for you to book him to be honest yeah. but um <laughs> Yeah no, I think it's it's cool. It's a hard one, really, Christmas flash because it's got. I mean, there are probably people that do have Christmas tattoos. I mean, I've got a Grinch tattoo myself, um, but yeah, there's not. It's not many people that go out of the way to have like a Christmassy tattoo. So you kind of have to, you know, go for penguins and robins and snowflakes and stuff. But no, I think if if that would be one, if someone actually wants to have christmas tattoos (laughs) that would be amazing and i would probably do discount on it if it was like full-on like you know north pole santa claus you know everything it'd be it'd be actually so fun that would be a laugh because uh because you never get those they're really rare Mm. so that'd be fun
0: I feel like one day I'm going to end up somehow, somewhere, I don't know where because I'm pretty covered on my arms at the moment uh, with Chubby Penguin <laughs> <laughs> all over the other reindeer and Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh so... Uh,
1: <laughs> oh God!
0: <laughs> but what well, happened? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That'd
1: be good. Yeah. Would that be another bum tattoo, would
0: it? Christmas hanky. Because that would be awkward placement. Clever but awkward. <laughs> I don't really know. I feel like... No, I don't, I don't know, actually. I'll tell you the funny story about the, the arse tattoo. Um, have you ever had one on your arse?
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck.
0: <laughs> it didn't really hurt me when you did it, to be fair. Um, oh. The next day was the biggest pain. Cause I didn't cover it up at work, because I've been sitting on it all day. And then, um. Um, so basically, um, I've gone to the shops to probably get my daily can of Iron Brew. Uh, there's a plug for <laughs> Iron Brew there. Um, and um, so when I'm walking to the shop, I feel like there's something caught to my boxer shorts here, and like I've just gone, and like,
1: Aah! fuck! Oh, <laughs> and I'm another like, little bastard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always remember as well the, um, the 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 Zubat tattoo, my first one. And um, uh, the one person I was petrified of showing it to was my nan. Because of her, my nan is in her 80s and she can be quite judgmental sometimes, bless her. Um, but at the end of the day, that's kind of how they grew up. It's like, you know, the person who said, you know, oh, you can't be a tattoo artist, that's that's not a career. It's like, yeah. today, he would get absolutely shot down like anything, you know, like, because we live in the generation now of, like, you know, you can do whatever you want, you can be whatever you want, you know, so, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's happy days. Um, but anyway, so she was the one person I was petrified in <laughs> showing. So I was there, like, you know, every, like, you know, like you know the time I've got over to my nan's after I've had it done, just like, constantly, like, hiding it and things like that and then somehow she's seen it go, you've got a tattoo and she went I quite like that actually and they're like what <laughs> <laughs> really she's like yeah she it could do with a couple of eyes but that's the thing now he's blind
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh I love that like it's like uh issues Nana. she um. <laughs> Uh, she, she's always like picking me up and stuff And she's kind of like oh you're, you're so good At what you do dear and it's like oh nan Stop <laughs> But she's like I can't remember how old She is but she's just so cool And trendy and stuff and really into like Tattoos and that it's mm. great when they do that I love that when nanas are into tattoos It's so cool
0: Oh, no, she's had a massive shit on me since. Um. No. <laughs> uh, what was it? I got Ariel done, yeah. I remember the funniest one, actually. Was it Christmas dinner? And we are watching The Lion King. And next to I went, oh, this is a great team. Boom! Just got the, uh, what was it, the Simba up. And she looked at the team and goes, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the two together, bless her, but yeah. Uh, it's scary showing people you know who you know or you think e- you're just going to judge me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, uh, my my parents were like, you know, as soon as you turn twenty one or eighteen, whatever it's your body, your rules, do what you want. You know, uh, they. Uh, my my dad every time he goes, well, let's have a look then. From like, okay, <laughs> without failure. So uh, that's always quite funny to hear because uh, he, you know. Hearing Bob like, you know, well, let's have a look then. And I'm like, what well, do you want one? <laughs> <laughs> and I always uh, message my uncle, stay with him because he he uh, he gets him up north and uh, he got bloody a portrait of Ozzy Osbourne for like forty quid. It's really really good actually. Um, yeah. If you're spending forty quid, you say like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's like damn you Northerners for having cheaper breaks, you know. <laughs> 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 but we were on the subject of Christmas, weren't we? <laughs>
1: We were, yes.
0: You're a vegetarian. What does your Christmas meal look like, your Christmas dinner?
1: Um, not going to lie, I'm mostly excited about the potatoes. I'm, <laughs> I'm a bit like a hobbit <laughs> with potatoes, you know. Boil and
0: mash them, stick it
1: Yeah, <laughs> boil and mash them. Um, uh, you know, do the, I, we do like the nut roast or whatever, or you can do the corn uh, roast and... um. Yeah, you know, roasted vegetables and gravy. I mean, to be fair, I'm, I'm a proper chocolate fiend anyway. So it's normally my diet around Christmas is just potato and chocolate, um, and that's like you know my happy place. <laughs> so that's pretty much what my Christmas food consists of. Oh, so, yeah. That was, that's probably what I'll be doing this year is I'm trying to be good now and mm. exercise and everything during lockdown and then come December that's when I'm just going to be just full on fat and, <laughs> and eat everything
0: you're, 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 uh, your partner has hit the jackpot who's found a girl who basically is just obsessed with chocolate and potatoes and but you know what just put that there and you'd, you'd be happy for like <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's yeah, pretty much yeah I'm, I'm quite easy to please in that way um it's dangerous though cause he knows he knows how much i like potatoes and chocolate and um when we were first together and um, he was doing these stuffed jacket potatoes and they were freaking amazing because he'd like take all the potato out and mash it all up with onions and and cheese and everything else and you know bit of garlic that. and yeah. then uh, oh yeah then then he'd line the potato skins with like uh, we had like goat's cheese. So you'd have like the goat's cheese skins with more mashed cheese potato topped off with more cheese. And uh, and then I convinced myself, oh no, it's fine because, you know, potatoes are vegetable, so therefore has to be all right. And uh, and then I basically put on weight and, and you know crept up like one and a half stone <laughs> in a matter of like a month or something stupid. Um so yeah I had to I had to calm the potato and cheese thing down a bit. But um, I'm very lucky that I have I have basically all my meals cooked for me. So um, yeah, he he's got to of basically be really careful with what he gives me, because I'll eat so much. Hmm. There's this like this little fat girl inside me, <laughs> and she just wants to eat all the time. So I have to be really strict with myself and just be like, no, no, I'll be good for now.
0: So, <laughs> what was your greatest Christmas gift you ever got them? Turn the tables on you. How do you feel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Under pressure. Um, God. Um, was it Lord Padre? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, oh, I can't, I don't know. I can't remember. Because um, I was really spoiled, actually, as a kid. Oh. Like I didn't. I didn't have to want for anything. Cause we got given everything. Um, all the time um i've got a lot of really good christmas memories so and and stuff like my uh my mom and dad did this thing um on boxing day to be fair and it would be a a treasure hunt um so you know as if christmas day presents wasn't enough we also got presents on boxing day because we were just spoiled um and um, and they, they did this treasure hunt, and my dad would, like, make a treasure chest, you know, most years, and it would be, like, we had to go around the house, find these clues uh, to find the next clue, to find the key to open the, the treasure chest. <laughs> and then this one year, he decided he was going to make a Rudolph box thing to hold all these, like, little mini presents and stuff for Boxing Day. But you had to reach into the reindeer's arse to pull out a present. <laughs> so so after after doing that we um yeah that that was a fun one so we had to go around finding like these clues and stuff and and uh, and then had to pull presents out of a reindeer's ass oh, so that was a good christmas <laughs> um but yeah no I can't remember I think I think probably one of the best Christmases ever was when um when when I, I spent my first year being engaged I think that was really good um so yeah, that was a really nice sort of soppy Christmas. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've, I've been really lucky with my Christmases and and everything that I've got. And um, it's only sort of now when you look back on it and you're like, wow, was a sport little shit. And you really appreciate everything that your parents have done for you. Like not just bought for you, but like done for you. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've just been really lucky. I, I could pin, pinpoint one present, I don't think, that was uh, my favourite.
0: Tell us about how you become engaged anyway. Because you, you you kind of hit the nail on the head there, saying, you, it's "Your favourite Christmas."
1: <laughs> um, so basically, um, uh, Ish basically said to me that uh, that we were just going to go away for a weekend to Brighton, and I was obviously dead excited because I love Brighton. And um, so we went away, and um, and he. He basically snuck off upstairs to the uh, room we were staying in for a bit. Um, I didn't know. I was downstairs at the bar, of course. And um, and then I, I, we've gone upstairs later on, and uh, I realised this teddy bear that he'd bought me um, had been moved in the room. So I, I was just like, oh, that's weird, like, thinking, oh, maybe the cleaners have moved it or whatever. So I went to pick it up to throw it back on the bed. And... Um, and then I've seen this ring box just sitting there between, like, the teddy's uh, legs. And I've, I've pulled it up, and I'm just kind of like, why is this? Turn around to him, and then he's on one knee, full-on proposing. And I was just so shook. <laughs> and my reply wasn't <laughs> romantic at all. I just looked at him, and he just kind got, of, you know, did he spill and said, oh, yeah, you know, will you marry me? And he's, like, just so sweet. And I just turned to him and went... Oh fuck off are you joking and he was like no and I was just I was like kind of half crying and hyperventilating and and then swearing at him and eventually I said yes of course and yeah I'd love to marry you and and um it was quite romantic really once I kind of got past the fit of Tourette's <laughs> that I had <laughs> Um, and yeah that was that was pretty much it and it was such a wonderful feeling um being a ghost my best friend um so we kind of i was just walking on air really for the uh, the rest of the trip and uh yeah just spending our first christmas as like fiancés and stuff it was just um it was really nice it was really magical and stuff so yeah, that's, that's probably yeah that's that's why it was probably my favorite christmas i think but yeah that was uh That's how romantic I am. I tell him to do one (laughs) (laughs) in a loving
0: way. (laughs) To all all you people listening around the world and that one person who listened to one of my episodes in Japan... um uh Essex ladies like to swear so uh it, it's, it's usually flattery when they do so just, yeah, sorry yeah especially when it comes to like you know uh usually it's usually in every ep- ev- every, every sentence uh, like an Essex person will probably swear apart from my dad who's basically a nice man you know we'll say nice man he's he's he's, he's a gentleman I want to say but yeah um but yeah <laughs> um right I want want to, you know, say something about about this Nintendo leg sleeve. All right. Rosalina, she can be on there with Loomers. But Peach, no, she can go.
1: Are we not a Peach fan, though?
0: Peach keeps getting herself kidnapped more than bloody Liam Neeson's daughter in Taken, right? (laughs) She somehow ends up in Bowser's arms constantly. She's blatantly having a cheeky affair while Mario's there just be like, yeah. Well like you kind of relate when you play Mario Galaxy, you kinda of like think you think to yourself, like, why don't you just run away with Rosalina? Number one, she's hotter. Number two, she lives in space. Alright. <laughs> Number three, you get all these crazy Luma friends and Luigi's here as well. So you know, even better. Even though you have to save Luigi an awful lot. So <laughs> to be fair, if you, if your choice
1: was Bowser or Mario I think I'm going to go Bowser, to be honest. Uh, Mario's just just uh, a little bit annoying, isn't he? You really? say
0: that, all right. You say that, right? But on Mario Odyssey, what you can get on Nintendo Switch, what I've been playing recently, right? Hmm. Look, look at hmm. this look I've given Mario. He kind of looks like a uh, the, the greatest porn star ever. Look at him.
1: Oh, wow. You've done him with polka dot pants and a hat, and, and
0: that's it. A sailor hat. You had to spend a a thousand coins to get them, uh, just him in little heart boxes. And I was there like, (laughs) hell yeah! No, not not hearts, but little little white circles. But I just think Mario going to the beach. Look right with a uh, with a sailor hat. He looks badass.
1: (laughs) Why are his feet that wide? It's just these.
0: It's funny when you run around in the little, uh, like, the real world area because, like, they actually have, like, real human beings, like, in there. And they're, like, you yeah. know, double the size of Mario in height, and he's just this little short, like, stubby <laughs> plumber, you know, just running around. Obviously, he's not meant to be in this universe or whatever, but, yeah. Like I said, Mario Galaxy should have stuck with Rosalina.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's right. No Peach. Got it. <laughs>
0: there's going to be a lot of people saying why isn't there Pete you have to be do that argument all the time you've got to kidnap yeah, more than that. Lee Neeson's bloody door and take me <laughs> I like that one. it's a personal, personal I made it up myself I'm proud of that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah anyway uh, it's been great having you on here um, just keep up your good work. You know, I've seen recently you did like some Studio Ghibli stuff. Like you had a, I believe you had yeah. Catbus, and I always love Catbus. I remember watching my neighbour Totoro and thinking, I'm not even higher, but I feel it <laughs> just watching this <laughs> right now. Have you ever seen Oh Grave of the Fireflies? Um, no,
1: I haven't. I haven't seen that one yet. I've been told it's quite emotional. Jesus so.
0: Christ, that that one is pretty damn. <laughs>
1: oh yeah <laughs> does it hit you in the feels does it
0: it's about a kid and his sister and you're just sitting there like and the mum's in it partially at the start and then obviously like I said partially I don't really give away any spoilers but that sounds like a spoiler right there oh okay alright
1: so is is it one I'll have to get like a box of tissues ready for
0: I think you probably need a three <laughs> box of tissues <laughs> okay <laughs> but yeah, that, that was a bit of a uh, thing. Just as soon as it's done, just put on my neighbour Totoro or something like, that. like
1: Something happy on, yeah.
0: right? Okay. Uh, Studio don't don't do this to me. <laughs> I remember oh, watching um, Spirited Away. <laughs> and the start part, when the, yeah, when the parents are eating, I was actually eating at the time, and then she's come out and they turn into pigs, and basically I'm just there to put my food to the side of No. No.
1: Nope. <laughs> not anymore you knock yourself yeah. out of it yeah. they're like brilliant films aren't they they're
0: yeah. great half the time you just kind of think to yourself what are these guys smoking but whatever it is it's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> then again that's okay. called most ideas anyway but yeah
1: exactly <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but yeah thank you for coming on Sam it's been great uh, And uh, thank you
1: for having me that's
0: alright yeah again give us another plug for your Instagram page
1: Yes, so my Instagram, um, check me out. It's Sammy Mackenzie two one two, um, and I've also got my Facebook work page as well, um, which is Sammy Mackenzie Tattoo and Art. So yeah, if you want to give me a message or check out my stuff, um, just hop onto those and say hi.
0: It's been great having you on. You know, it's been uh, you know, it's been great having pff, known you for a good like seven, eight years or whatever, I'm just getting absolutely <laughs> in and uh, put me in pain, especially with the bloody whites. Uh, (laughs) And you're always so complimentary about me and yellow, so, you know.
1: (laughs) Oh, you smash it. Thank you for for always coming and having fun stuff, Matt. It's it's been great. It's been lovely getting to know you over the years as well, and Mm. um, I I love this podcast thing. It's a great idea, and you're going to go far with it. Hopefully. You're a good guy.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, again, thank you, Sammy. And everybody at home listening, just remember, I'm Matthew Has Hammond, and this is Storytime Matthew Haslam Hammond. Ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. Thank you and goodbye.